Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Host Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason and elevates the conversation on issues crucial to our community. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Well, this holiday season, often the best gift we can give the people we care about is our attention and maybe a little bit more of our time. Parents, grandparents, neighbors can often feel the most lonely at this time of year. Loneliness and other forms of social isolation have been shown to increase the risk of neurological diseases like Alzheimer's. Uh, so reaching out by phone, in person, uh, to that uh, aging person in your life or someone that you care about uh, can make all the difference in the world. And to me, that is really the spirit of the season. But I want to dig into this uh, in a deeper way, both in terms of those who suffer from Alzheimer's and especially those who provide care for them. And uh, really pleased to have joining us in the studio today, Public Policy Director with the Utah Chapter of the Alzheimer's Association, Jeremy Cunningham. Uh, Jeremy, thanks so much for coming in. Thank you for the opportunity. Uh, this is a, a, a an area that uh, is is so challenging in so many different ways. I, I just want to start right with the caregivers uh, because it is a one a big deal. It is a long haul. It is a tough one, uh, and often the caregiving alone can be very isolating. That's exactly it. The caregiving alone, you know, is not just isolating, but it's it's. At times, I've been told it's as close as insanity as we can get. Mm. Um, and it's not that caregivers aren't doing a great job because many of these people are just the unsung heroes of yeah. cognitive decline and Alzheimer's and other brain diseases. But they feel isolated alone themselves mm-hmm. and they don't know where to turn, you know. Yeah. The Alzheimer's Association has different programs and and support groups and things like that. But when you're in the day-to-day trenches, especially during the holidays, you know, um, I always tell people, especially during the holidays, you know, you don't have to do all your family traditions. And the biggest thing we can do is ask for help and, and talk to the family members, talk to the other family members and close friends, neighbors. Let them know what you're facing. Yeah, so important. Uh, reach out, communicate, express, share uh, all of those. And for those of us who know uh, those that are providing that kind of care, we need to make sure we're reaching out, that we're engaging, that we're creating a space where they can express some of that. You know, before the segment, before as we were talking, preparing for the segment, there is an equivalent of over $2 billion a year in unpaid care given to those individuals living with Alzheimer's. It's the fastest growing disease in our country. Mm. And it's because people are living longer. Um, People over time have had a better quality of life, but we know that there are some factors that play into that. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I want to dig into that because as, as you mentioned, as we were chatting before the break uh, and before we came on that so many of these caregivers Uh, are women, uh, some of which are having to leave the workforce. Uh, Many are in, uh, you call them the sandwich generation. They have uh, children at home and parents who need care. Uh, How is that playing out? What are we seeing and what do we we need to be concerned about? What conversation should we be having? You know, I believe that the conversations needed to start for many of these families 10 years before. Mm -hmm. What does aging look like for you? what is that going to entail? Do you want, 
something as simple as a do not resuscitate. Do you want a DNR? Mm -hmm. Um, Because many times it falls to one individual in the family, and that's generally a spouse or a daughter. And they're trying to juggle many different things in their lives. But if we start discussing these things earlier, Mm. you know, what do you want your end of life to look like? What do you, not end of life in that this person's going to die, but the last stages of your life, you know, what do you want that to look like? Is it important? Do you want to go into a care center? Do you want to live in assisted living? Um, Because it falls many times to one person in the family. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new season three, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. Yeah, so, so interesting. I also want to get to, uh, just in the remaining moments that we have, Jeremy, uh, talking about some of the things that we've learned about uh, some of these brain diseases, about Alzheimer's and others, and things, you talk about doing things in advance in terms of care and what that might look like. Uh, There's also a host of things that all of us Probably ought to be doing today <laughs> to help to help our end of life. You know, we know of at least twenty six other dementias. You know, mm. there's twenty six, and many times there's combinations of dementias affecting an individual. Mm. But we know that there are some preventative things that can be done, such as your blood pressure. If you get that top number down below one thirty five, one thirty, you've cut your risk of Alzheimer's by half. Wow, that's. That's one thing, blood pressure, how you're eating. And I always tell people, if you're eating healthy for your heart, you know, you're, you've got more proteins than carbs and it's more of a Mediterranean-style diet, you're going to do well because if it's good for your heart, it's good for your brain. Yeah. And so we know blood pressure, diet, sleep, uh, diabetes, weight control, all of these things play into uh, dementia and Alzheimer's. Mm. And so, and then you, you hit something and nail, the nail on the head was about isolation, especially during the holidays. It's yeah. a really hard time. Um, individuals, we know that if an individual feels isolated, they're going to stop communicating. If they're having hearing loss, and vision loss, mm. it's just another step of isolation. And there's a direct line with isolation, being alone, not being interactive and engaged. And I, I tell people, be as social as you can. Don't quit working early. Work as long as you can, as long as you feel comfortable, be engaged in your community, serve, you know, Utah's, Utah's famous for its amount of service work that they do throughout the year. Um, And I think that's, those are all characteristics of living a well-lived life. Yeah, so important. One last quick thing before I let you go, Jeremy, and that is what's the, what's the one thing you wish everybody really understood uh, when it comes to Alzheimer's that could make a difference for all of us? Well, I mean, we've talked about them, you know, the, the preventative things. But the thing, though, that I always like to, uh, to tell people is the individual living with Alzheimer's, 
that's their reality. That's their reality. And so when we get frustrated, especially as we're going into people's homes during the holidays and things, realize that the new reality for that grandparent or parent, neighbor or loved one, Mm. is what you're seeing. You know, we can make decisions on how we're going to handle a situation. You know, take a step back, evaluate. And if you know someone that is a care provider, especially during this time of year, ask them, what do they need? Yeah. You know, and care providers are always trying to give the very best they can. That's just a characteristic yeah. of a care provider. It is. But, but you know, this holiday season, so what? Maybe the Christmas cards don't go out or they don't go out on time. Or maybe the tree is, is not as, as elaborate or maybe we just scale back some of the activities yeah. and spend time together as a family. Yeah. That's more important. Yeah. Great stuff. Uh, Jeremy Cunningham is the public policy director with the Utah chapter of the Alzheimer's Association. Jeremy, it's just some great insight to, for all of us uh, to, to, look about, to look at and to think about as we roll into the holiday. Jeremy, thanks so much for joining us today. Thanks so much. All right. We'll step aside for one last commercial break. When we come back, we've, we've heard about quiet quitting. What if we flip the script? What if we all started to do some quiet thriving? We'll talk about that. Final segment coming up next. Stick around. <laughs> 